Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert? Man, I'm pumped today. Oh, I know. You went out to the playground and found somebody that you want to play with. Exactly. Probably fight me. And this is, yeah, way to go. It's because you've been (laughs) losing so much. You had to go find (laughs) a sure thing somewhere. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's introduce our guest. I am fired up actually to introduce Curtis Finn president of red x Boom. hi curtis hey guys oh my it's great gosh. to be here we are very honored and if you guys don't know red x i mean it is uh, well as curtis said maybe i don't know what you've been living under a rock or something because right. red x is the premier data source for expireds fizbos what else curtis circle prospecting uh, yep, circle prospecting and pre-foreclosure and and for rent and, by owner yep everything to do plus the the tools to work on the dialers and the mailing and the you know social media and everything to work that set of leads so yeah they have some cool social media stuff but monica you're really soft playing what he said curtis can you repeat what you said if you don't yeah. know what red x is then I, then then you've been living this dreamland of just having relationships for the last you know two or three years in this oh, hot hot what? market because what it's also appreciation, right? I mean, people have done less transactions because they're making so much more money from the the relationships that they have that they've forgotten how to go out and hunt for the business. Hey, look, and the first really time nice having you on the podcast today, Curtis. Super <laughs> psyched that you were here. Thanks again. Bye bye. I do want to know, Curtis, what inspired you? How did Red X get started? What sure. what's the yeah. story? So I actually wasn't the the you know uh uh one of the original founders of Red X, but it it came kind of organically. There was somebody that was involved with FISBO leads and people were asking for expires and it was so niche back then. This is in 2003 Damn. when we started and, and expires was so niche that uh, even frowned upon. I remember in, in when I came on board 05, 06, with Red X and going to conferences, people would laugh at us. They go expired. <laughs> I only work referrals, right? They were, they were, yes! everyone was a Monica out there. Bring back the good and, times. <laughs> and, uh, and you go, great. You know, that's awesome for your 12 transaction a year business. Oh, you know? um, and, <laughs> and, and so, uh, it was pretty new and, and, but if you go back, uh, you know, if, if you go back in time and remember that even your iPhone didn't come out in 2007, yeah. in 03, the idea of going out and automating a process of finding contact information was pretty revolutionary in 2003. Yeah. And we were kind of the pioneers of, of how to do that in a, in a meaningful way and, and since perfected that process. And, 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 and then the last few years have new revolutionary things to, to go after that same set of data. And yeah, that's so okay. that's how we got started, but, but certain and, and expires was where we came from, but it's not even the biggest part of our business anymore. 
But talking about expireds right now is really exciting because there, there's some changes in the marketplace. Yes, and, there's actually and, an expired every day. Yeah, right. Every well, day. well, look, there there was actually 1.49 million expireds last year in 2021, but everybody was caught up helping, you know, their their mom's friend and not going out and building a bigger network of people. What would but you this say? This is going to be people? fun. We're just going to keep You're going. Here. This is you great. Know. Can I say something for those? Because we, we do have some listeners that have not been in the business longer than, you know, five, six, seven, and 10 yep. years. But there before that, before the technology you guys brought, I mean, we would literally be searching the MLS every day to see did that listing expire overnight. And then you'd have to figure out how to try to find that phone number. I right. mean, it was exhaustive, right? And this was this was like mind blowing to have all that time saved and that data delivered to you. Right. Right. I it's mean, efficiency. Right. It's speaking to my heart. It's yep. making me sing. Yep. <laughs> but Curtis, if people, I, I mean, I think Monica and I agree with you. Like there is expires are going to be a great source of business in the yep. coming months. Right. So if people haven't called expireds or they haven't called them in a while and they they see this as an opportunity, what are some of your tips? So my first tip is don't don't if you've never called if you've never called anyone, don't call expireds first. Because they're um, pissed. Why is that? Why is that? Because because it's it's um you have to you have to have conversational skills for people who are highly emotional. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got to get past the fact that they probably had a bad experience. They it's, definitely did. And they're really upset. Well, and, and whether it was the agent's fault or not, it's the agent's fault, right? In yes. their mind, their perspective, it's, it's this, this, this dumb industry. How do they deserve 6% near the 15th person? So it's, it's highly competitive, which has changed since 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason for that, just as a quick tangent is during the recession, we went from one and a half million realtors down to 800,000 realtors and people were looking around and they were going, well, what are, you know, what, what are the people who are left? What are they doing? And it was right. a bunch of people that, and this won't be a, a jab. It was a bunch of people that had strong spheres of influence mm-hmm. and they had another pillar of their business that was yeah. a hunting pillar of their business. Yes. And, and so then as we've grown it as an industry, people come in, they look around, they go, who's, what are they doing? They go, Oh, they work expired. So mm-hmm. expired now is much more, is so much different. People aren't laughing at us. They're just saying that they're, they're either saying, oh, I, I don't know. I don't have a good system to work those because I don't want to call. Wait, um, who do you recommend to people to start first? If they're going to, like soft enter this cold yeah, calling field. I would I would call um our geo leads or neighborhood searches. Oh um, God. And oh. So and <laughs> and the and and for a couple of reasons, Jen, because one is you've got to just get used to talking to people you don't know. Yeah. It's a good because point. also as great as connection rates, connection rates right now are better than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um in in history because uh, because our technology keeps getting better yet you're still going to get a wrong number. And yeah. you want to be able to turn that wrong number into a great conversation mm-hmm. on the phone. And that conversation is the same conversation you're having with a, with a neighborhood or a geo leads type lead. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's where you tip your dough, your toe in the water. Is, yeah. Is with the neighborhood it's so searches. soft. You're like, Oh, I had such a great conversation. Well, yeah, but are they going to sell? Well, no. no, but you spent 30 minutes freaking talking to them. No, like but, them. but see, this is why I'm, I, I, I can good. play mediator between uh, transactional and relationship business is that 
the, the success metric there is not an appointment to do a listening appointment. The success metric with that type of lead is, did I add somebody to my database that I'm right. going to continue to, to yeah. build a relationship right. with? Right. Um, and, and so if they, so if, if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable there, then you move to probably a for rent by owner. I think it's the most underutilized lead source there is. These are vacant rentals. Yes. And you're calling the homeowner. Yes. And, and all of them have been scrubbed against property management lists. So these are people who are managing their own, their own rentals mm. and they're looking for a tenant. You're at the yes. height of their like, you know, frustration. Yeah. If you own rentals, you know, like when it's vacant, I, I don't want it. It's a, it's right. You know, and, and those are very easy conversations because super because easy, very rarely are there they're emotional about it. It's just money. And so yeah. it's a pretty quick, if I can show you how to put more money in your pocket versus you-, you continue to try to rent this out, is that worth 15 minutes of your right. time? And they go, yeah, absolutely. Come show well, me. Plus they usually have more than one. Often they have more than one right. um, yeah. or if they don't want to sell, often they want to buy more. So exactly. it's a, it's a great, it's a great wow. conversation, no matter what you're doing. So you can even find those people you want to build a relationship with those lead types, Monica. And you're right. And I like your point is, and to be honest, I've actually never considered that angle of this, which is weird because I've been doing this for 19 years. This idea of just con- um, the, the, the point is to convert them into your world so that you can begin to then build on that relationship, educate them what you do, how you help, right. blah, blah, blah. It makes sense though, if you're an agent that is either in a new market or you yes, want, or you're exactly. not doing enough deals. So, you know, you have a smaller sphere, you want to get a bigger sphere. The only way is to meet people and why not meet people who you already know are wanting to do something in real estate. Right. That's exactly right. 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 That. Closer to the transaction. And then, you, and then you add in all of the social media stuff where you can actually you know, get in front of these people before you call them. What is this social media stuff you're talking right. about? So, so um, I'm going to mute myself and tune out now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> out, outside, I'm all out, outside of, so without getting into the details of our product right now, anybody can take a list of people and upload it into the social media platforms and then target content to those people. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, there's two, there's kind of two strategies there. And it's really this transactional or relationship like you could target people with content that is trying to find the low hanging fruit, the people who are ready to go right now, mm-hmm. the same as uh, the same strategies people do on the phone right. with prospecting expires. You could do on social media. You're just looking for those hot, ready mm-hmm. a listing appointments, mm-hmm. yeah. or you can serve up just very organic content so that people can observe you over and over and over again. They're thereby building a, re- a, a reputation right? They yes. have a, an opinion or belief like about a brand. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and you build a brand and brand builder is the name of our product. You build a brand to these people, which makes, you know, which makes the phone calls easier. It, it's yeah. so much easier if you call somebody and they go, Oh, Jen, yeah, I, I, like I think I'm I've heard of you. Yeah. Right. Um, then, then the straight cold call. Uh, but it's, it also helps then they, they already know enough about you to know mm-hmm. if they want to continue a relationship with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's not really, it's not about how many deals you've done. It's about, do they want to do business with you? And that's why new agents can always get business. Cause if it was only about how many you've done, there would never be any new agents. Right. Never happened. Right. And there's so always me, new agents. <laughs> let me make sure I understand. It's a different so, side. 
podcast. If you are a client, okay, do you have to be a client of the Red X side of the business that is the dialer and the data? Uh, so you don't take have advantage to, of the social the media? No, you could build a reputation with with all your own sphere. You could upload your own database that you already have from your CRM and, and build a reputation with them. And yeah. you and you don't need Red X to do that, right? Well, right. Um, but you I mean, can do it on your own. We just do yeah. all the content editing and videos and 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 know all the secrets. I think of- it's a good. Um, we we had Luke Acre on, you know, for Reminder Media, and a lot of people do the magazines to their sphere. It to me, it seems like kind of a good add on to that like where yeah. they're doing all the marketing to the same people. So the same people are getting all your social media stuff. They're getting the magazine, things yeah. like that. Yeah. You're looking yes. for that language. I see you everywhere. This is what you're yes. looking for, right? Exactly. And it's the top of mind game for right. sure. Well, and, and and we live in an era, in a, in a time when, again, you could be a new agent and you could be perceived by the, the people you're targeting as the biggest agent in the country. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. Who was telling us they did like, or I was listening to a podcast. Maybe it was your guys' podcast, Curtis. I can't remember, but it was good. It probably was. It probably was (laughs) so insightful, but they, somebody pulled a neighborhood and said, who's the top realtor in the neighborhood. And they said, they said a name. Then that same company sent mailers. Like what, have you heard this? Once a month Uh, for 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. And then and it was like a fake agent, like the agent is not a real person, did not exist, but these people saw them on the mailers every month. Then they were re-polled like a year later and said, who's the top agent? And they said, this fake person, like, it's just not that hard to be the number one spot. It's not. Why aren't you? But you you have to do something that, I mean, that's, that's where we run into trouble in, in, in any businesses. Yeah. You got to do stuff. Well, and that's probably like, if we're thinking about what are the characteristics that successful agents have in common? I mean, you're talking to successful agents. I imagine one of those is being in action. Yes. Can you talk yeah. more about that or other yeah. things? That no, you've I would seen? love to. I, I think it's not only in action, it's, it's what, where is their focus? So you yeah. can be in action and you can be busy all day long. A lot of agents are busy all the time, not focused on, on money-making activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, just for the jab, it tends to be more people who want to build a relationship business, but they're doing it poorly because, because they're doing things that think they're, they're mm-hmm. building a brand and reputation to, yes. to that will result in a transaction. And mm-hmm. really they're just they're being not, friendly they're not. and not really right. building their business. Yes. And so, so the, the successful agents we see, and, and this starts with, getting more analytical than most agents are comfortable being because a lot of people get into the business. Oh, you're talking about math. You know, yeah, you have to do, you gotta, you gotta do math a little bit. You gotta, you gotta understand where the ROI of your activities comes from. Oh, you have to know what ROI is. (laughs) So yeah, you've got to, you gotta, you know, maybe treat this like a business. Oh, there's a novel idea. Yes. We like that. He's speaking our language. Yeah. And so, Curtis, just so you know, just because I am the relationship soft side of this story, everything we do talk about is completely um, s- system oriented yes. and revenue generating activity within that. Um, well, yeah, you have a whole but, platform where if you decide that you want to do it more like social brand building on how, like you're saying, Curtis, what are the activities that need to happen every yeah, day right. in exactly. order to do that? Right. Yeah. I've, I've always wanted to ask this question of somebody. Um, in in your side of the business 
And that is for agents that have real call reluctancy. I mean, that is a, a real thing that has to be overcome, I think. Get a dialer. What's your best? Well, that that just makes me sweat and want to like vomit. Right. That that idea, like, <laughs> I'm out of control of it. <laughs> Curtis, how do you help people like that? Great. I, I I love this question because I believe that that the call reluctance is just it comes from confidence and confidence 100% comes from skills. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, the, 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 mm-hmm. the more we feel competent, the more confident that we will yeah. become. Mm-hmm. And so um, role-playing is, is really important and so important to us that, that, and this is not something you can find on our website. So maybe you're hearing Ooh. it first here, even if you're a customer, you're like, what I have oh. that. We have a role-play system for our customers. That's free of charge. But we know that there's reluctance. So people can call in. Um, it's a special secret number. They can Ooh, call in. That number. And it says, it says, what lead type do you want to practice? And they'll say, oh, well, I want to call cool. expired. It, it gives them some ex- instruction. And then the phone will ring. Oh, and somebody on my cool. staff answers. And they will not break character. So even when these agents are like, yes. okay, am I doing this okay? They're like, what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> I love that. I, we I, are I going to house. do that and record it. That you told, you should. And, and you can, re- well, here's the recording. You do it. You actually beforehand select how difficult you want the role play to be. Um, and what that means is really how many objections we're going to throw at somebody before we give them the appointment, Mm -hmm. uh, because you do practice to win. You don't practice to lose. So every role play will result in you getting the appointment. Um, but, but at the end of the call, then there might be a little bit of back and forth feedback, but then you can hit a number and it will send you the recording of the call. It will text you. the. Oh my God. We're going to do that. Uh, Monica, are you going to do it with me? Yeah, I'll try. I'll try my hat. You know, I'll end up in tears <laughs> over it, but I'll try. <laughs> but look, and and here's the thing to to your question is we've had people call in every day for weeks before before they felt a level of competency to get on the phone and call real leads. Wow, right? okay. very cool. Um, and so so there's that, but there there there's you know even that you have to have scripts which we have in our system, but they you know they don't. You got to find a script that resonates with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, I'm not a script person. Well, you got to find something that resonates with you, memorize it, and then customize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, you, you you need to not think about But people what already have scripts. That's why your spouse and your kids and your friends already know what you're going to say. Right. Because you say, say the, the same, same shit right. every day, every right. time. Right. You have right. a script. But it's just that the script that you're saying to get customers isn't working. So why don't you try one that works? Right, right. Right. And and to your point, the, the, the homeowner on the other side has a script. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They right. have a script too. That's same thing. That that says you're the fourth agent that's called me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I Out of like do five thousand agents <laughs> right? four so, are working today. Exactly. Jesus. That's a good script yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Curtis, well, what do you yeah. think is the most misunderstood aspect of an expired? I mean, there's a lot we know we understand. They're they're upset, they're frustrated, they feel like they've been duped in some way. The the real estate business has let them down, blah, blah, blah. What is misunderstood about that? You guys ask great questions. We don't have enough time for me to go into oh. everything. But okay. um so we'll let me get it. let me give a couple of answers here. One okay. is I I think that from the expired listing, so I'm gonna give you two answers, one on the homeowner and okay. one on the the, the listing. And um, one thing that is drastically misunderstood is I I hear this all the time. Everyone says it it was overpriced. 
And our data science team has spent the last few months really analyzing to, to be able to predict whether listings will expire or not. And interestingly enough, and then we predict whether, whether it will sell the second time around. And homes, cool. homes in the 250 to 650 price range, mm-hmm. uh, which is most of us, right? Mm-hmm. On average, sell the second time around with a price increase versus a price decrease. Really? And it's not always a price decrease. So, so what's misunderstood is that is that people to the homeowner are thinking these people are unrealistic. I don't, they they expired in this market. They expired, right? right? That's um, what I think. And that's changing right. with the market. But but really, it, there is much more to the to the marketing of that listing than yeah. Like than then people you notice realize. there's iPhone mm-hmm. pictures with or, like yeah, that right. fish. Yeah, yeah. And there's just, more. There's more. St- there's more strategy in pricing, right? And mm-hmm. and I know we get in these arguments of do I end it nine 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 or the zero? And we've had and, that argument. And yeah, really, you just need to understand where people are searching. Yes, mm-hmm. and searching. what the categories on in there, mm-hmm. right? You got to understand what keywords, like all of this fluffy garbage in the description. You should be writing the description on your listing the way. We write descriptions in for Google, right? Right. For right. for search engine search. optimization yeah. because right. they're God, searching. You're so smart. And That's so really that is brilliant. Right. So I hope use- that what people are hearing is that there are a lot of tools out there to get data, but yeah. Red X really you're more of a holistic approach. Yes. And you guys dive really deep. And literally every time like I call and I need something like you guys also just pick up, you're available. And it's not just like, I don't know. Yeah. Right. But I think this could be a good place to take like a quick uh, break here from our sponsors and our favorite partners. And then when we return, Curtis will give us some more nuggets. That's some good shit. And I want to talk about Fizbo's when we return real quick. Yeah. Perfect. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system. From the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step and Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift. All right, do it. Make the call. See ya. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. 
So I said yes, and people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com. G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there. Just T-R.com. And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded, oh yeah, I need to post. And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else, well, you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're going to love it. Go sign up, ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in there. All right, welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring. I'm getting a little beat up here, but I'm actually also super interested in this conversation because I think it's really important right now. And agents are wanting to know what do they need to do right now to prepare not only to survive the shift, but I say thrive in the shift because yeah. this is real opportunity right now. And a tool like Red X and, and, and or just this concept of you diving into for sale by owners or getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and making sure your lead gen efforts are effective and efficient. Now is the time to be paying attention to this. So I'm glad we're talking to you, Curtis. T- talk a little bit about FISBOs. We, we focused on expireds a little bit, but mm-hmm. what's the mindset? What's misunderstood? What do you think is the best winning script for a FISBO you've ever heard in your life? Yo, want more money? I can help you. I'm yeah. coming over. That's Mertland. That's it. Um, so... So Jen may not love this answer, but oh. uh, we, we, we see the, the most successful FISBO prospectors do take a relationship approach with yeah. the FISBO. Right? It's, oh, it's, Curtis, it's, you let me down. Yeah, you know, there's, there's just less low-hanging fruit mm-hmm. of, uh, even just statistically, when you're calling expireds, there's tons of them that are ready to get it back on the market and go now, right? Yeah. Um, with FISBOs, just statistically with the numbers, there's less that are like, oh, you caught me at the exact moment that I'm ready yeah. to talk to an agent and give yeah. and, and open to right. interviewing you for, to be the agent. Yeah. And so, so the approach being that, that, that you want to come in and, and, and give to get, and, and you want to be able to help them because they want to try it on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most of them realize that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you can hire all your friends do. to call them and ask how much for rent it is. That'll annoy them. That's a good and strategy. We'll spin up a call them. center for that and charge extra. <laughs> oh, you We're not an ISA, it. but we really annoy FISBOs so that they'll hire an yes. agent. <laughs> That's a good business strategy. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> You're right, because the what I've heard, and I've not called FISBOs with any consistency over the years. You texted um, three the other day. I know it. And one of them was like, I'll hold on to your number. I felt really like that was a win. Oh God. Um, I understand. It's like, you know, maybe that's a six, eight, 10, 12 phone call win. Right. I mean, it's, it's like 20. Co- well, my, it's like 20 to 20 contacts is what I saw. Contacts? I've seen Curtis. What do you yeah, think? 20 contacts to a listing appointment. Yeah. Well, like 20 FISBOs to a yes. 20 FISBO contacts to a yes. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's better than that. Actually, oh, it depends yeah. on your script. I mean, if, again, if, because then. here's the I thing know. is even if your approach is I'm going to give to get, and I, you know, I'm just trying to, to, to get over there. Right. And, and I would say, if you have time, 
because you're a new agent or you're not doing a lot of business, door knocking on a FISBO is better than calling uh, all day long, right? Because yeah. because then you're already there. It's like, well, can I see it? I'm, you know, and you can just I'm door knock the other, the whole area while you're there. Don't right. just go to one, do right. the rest. Yeah. Not on each side, 20 across. Dang, get out well, there. Well, as, as a side note, we, when we have surveyed top agents, people who make over $250,000 a year in GCI, so top top agents, 60% still knock on doors. Yeah. And 60%. It was, I love door it was, knocking. Yeah. It was 60. And they do it strategically. It's like what, what, you know, they're not going canvas a whole neighborhood, but if they're in a neighborhood, they're pulling up our system saying, well, I'm going to go hit these expires and these FISBOs and these three people in foreclosure, be, be, you know, but, but they're still going out and knocking on doors because, because they recognize that, that when, when things get complicated, right? For an expired, for a FISBO, for someone in pre-foreclosure, you know, someone with a vacant rental that's trying to rent it out. When, when, when people at the point of high emotion, we want human intervention. We yeah. want people to help us. Aww, you want a hug. And, and yeah. And so, so if you can be that human in that moment, then, then yeah. you're more likely to get the, the, the listing. That's and so um, I do think it's better than 20 to one but that depends on your script. 20 to one, if you are going straight for the, I'm looking for people who want to, to interview an agent, I would say that's yeah. a, that's pretty, pretty good. That's accurate. That's what, what else would you be looking for? The relationship? <laughs> yes. Curtis. Think of it, Jen, that you're tricking people. You, I don't even you're, you're have, a, to have a relationship just to get the transaction. That's that what makes I do on my better. Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, Curtis, you, it sounds like you guys, first of all, are so data-driven, which believe it or not, as this kind of high eye on the disc thing, I actually appreciate that. What else was interesting when you're polling the uh, 250K earners? Or surprising. And what else is standing out there? Yeah. Most, most of that. And what's funny is we first did that survey in like 2014 and year over year, it, it doesn't change much. Mm -hmm. There's you know, there's little variance in what top producers are doing there. That, that survey showed us that top producers are working more lead types. It was almost three times mm -hmm. as many types of leads than a, because you have we, to, because yeah. you only have two or five expireds. And before we would have, it would take me all day to get through the expired right. list. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it just creates a variety of, you know, you want to, people talk about diversifying your portfolio. Well, you need to diversify your prospecting portfolio. You even need to diversify your sphere of influence. If you're just trying to get referrals, yeah. if you, mm -hmm. if you only have family and you're trying to get referrals from family, pretty soon you're, they're not even going to invite you over for the barbecue. Right. That's right, you, right. You, so you've got to, you've got to diversify in, in the different parts of your business. So mm -hmm. we saw that it, it, because the survey was really um, we got all the results and compared um, high producing agents to anybody making less than 70. And we were comparing the behaviors. Numbers was a big one, right? The uh, amount. Um, know your numbers. It mm. was, it was, it was top producers knew their numbers. They knew uh, all the way down. I mean, when we surveyed prospecting agents, it was like, no, I know when I get on the phone, I make $7 and 17 cents for every number I dial. Right. Like, like they had broken down. They knew exactly what, where they should be spending their time, which is why you can, you know, and this was earlier in the conversations is now, you know, where to take action mm -hmm. um, and not just be busy taking action, but action on money-making activities. Mm -hmm. So, oh my God, so that was, that was, this. can yeah. we go on for another hour? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. What do you think is 
what have you seen when you're talking to these agents and that the biggest mistake, the most frequent mistake people are making? Oh, man. Do you I know what I'm know trying to is, ask yeah. you? Well, maybe I have an answer either way. <laughs> no, it could be. An, no, I meant any mistake. Okay. So here's what I see over the last couple of years. And yeah. we made jabs at this early, early on, but here's, here's what I see is, is as, as agents have made more money, more than inflation, right? A lot of yeah. people, so appreciation has much more than inflation. So there was a couple of years where agents were not doing any more work than they'd been doing, but they're making 30% more money. Yeah, mm -hmm. boom. And here's Great. what they did. They Don't went out, Lambo. They, yeah, <laughs> they, they went out and they said, you know what? I'm above these things like prospecting or door knocking, and I'm gonna buy a $2,000 lead system, mm -hmm. right? They they you remember the old rotisserie chicken mm -hmm. infomercial, the set, set it, it and forget, forget it. it. That that's yeah. the that's the mistake people are making. They think uh -huh. that they can have rotisserie chicken in all aspects of their business, and and they you can't you can't automate a relationship. This you just true. can't. You can't yeah. automate lead generation either, because even if you spend two thousand dollars and they send you somebody, what do you got to do? Talk gotta, to them. You got to pick up the phone and call them. Anyway. That's right. right. Well, what and, do you think about? I see, and I know what I think, so I'm going to try to ask it without leading you. Oh, what do you think about agents that hire like VAs or to do the ISA work? Do you think that works or no? So it has. Yeah, I got to be careful because we have some great partners that do this, right? <laughs> you know, um, and and uh, where where it doesn't work is people are. It depends on what you're paying for. Are you paying for a staff member or are you paying for leads? Okay. Because when you start to pay for leads and you think I'm just going to hire an ISA that's just going to you know mm -hmm. give me come list me ready leads, that's I have not seen that not model happening. work. I have just but I like your mind. Model. It's a mindset thing. Like you're paying for leads. So it's the same as paying for internet leads. It's just. If you're voice. not treating them like staff, if you're not leveraging through other humans, which is what you're saying, that is more like if you think of them as staff, right? Yeah. Uh, if you think of them as staff and, and, and then, and then you, you train you them, manage it like you would a, a staff instead of yeah. letting like you it can't, go. You can't expect an ISA company to, to produce the same results that you're producing. Mm -hmm. uh, just like I, you know, I have some staff that I don't expect to do what I'm doing. Right. Mm -hmm. I expect mm -hmm. them to do something different and, and I judge them according to their role and responsibility. So I think if people go at that VAs, I think are different than some of the ISA companies when you can have a relationship with the person, they start to get to know you and represent you well. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, I, I, I um, um, I did a thing in, in the last couple of years and, and bought a whole bunch of properties in Birmingham, Alabama, and I've never even been Why? there. I, it's, it's a long story, but now I own a bunch of rentals in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. And, and they have great accents down and, there. It's and, one of the best Southern accents. So, is, there Alabama Alabama. is there a college there? Is that a college town? I know you I'm going to ask me anything about Birmingham. I'm going to sound like an idiot. I have no idea. Uh, anyway, but I do know that now my name is, is on a bunch of, uh, you know, mm. county records and I'm getting blown up by, by, um, mostly investor ISAs. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I'm getting blown up with text messages. Well, because of what we do, I want to know if they got the information from red X because, yeah. you know, and so I respond to every call and every text and more than 50% of the people never, never call me back. 
It's they'll call me they sound like realtors. or or they will send me a text message and it's usually like oh are you interested in buying any more properties or you know did were you thinking about selling this one i go yeah tell me what you got and nobody and they don't even they don't even reply back isn't that crazy and, and so that that has to do with the you know there's two things if the agents are doing that they they need to do better if they're hiring a company to do that it means the incentive for the people calling is wrong right? Yeah. They're so just either, incentivizing the out. Yeah. So if they're just in. blowing through lists to get the, you know, low hanging fruit, 0.1% yeah. of people that are, that are like, Oh, this is serendipitous. Yes. Yeah. Right now I right. want to list with you. Then it's just, it's not going to work. That's so. interesting. Uh, yeah. Do you have a, I have a final question unless you have one, Monica. Um, I did have a question. It just escaped me. So go ahead and I'll think of it right now. Okay. Yeah. What out of everything that you do, in the day what is your favorite part of your job well that's uh, it's it's my team um mm -hmm. we, we have 120 people here and wow. and um, and and i i you're in utah I, right yeah yeah mm -hmm. and i i never want to not want to come into work mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and so so we work hard to have a great culture i don't know that translates hopefully to anybody with a business including real estate agents is is if you hate your you know if you if you, if you don't want to go to work in the morning you, you nobody's know. going to want to work with you and, and you that doesn't mean go. that doesn't mean you don't have to like embrace the suck sometimes i mean you got you still gotta mm -hmm. like you, you know you got you gotta do crappy things but it, mm -hmm. it does mean that that you want to go and work around great people and do things so that's the that's that's what I that's enjoy most about my day. That's lovely. That's awesome. You know, I did think of what I was going to ask, and it speaks to the ISA conversation or VA conversation we were having. And it's just put yourself in the position of a homeowner, whether it be an expired or a FISBO, and they pick up the phone and imagine what that would feel like where they're actually talking to the expert versus hey, I'd like to put you in touch with uh, Jen Mertland. She's amazing. And she'd like to meet you about your house. Like just feels so different. I'd be I think it just depends day. though, to his point, because I'm basically the ISA for our team, right? Right. And they, they never meet me. They always meet Alan or whatever. That's and true. That's true. And I, I think, if, think it feels different, but you're successful with it. So, um, so I think it depends. Yeah. And I think that's what Curtis was saying. Like yeah. if you have, people yeah that are just like do you want to sell your house yes or no do you want to sell your house yes or no right like that's not mm -hmm. going to work but if you have somebody that you've coached and trained and i think you were alluding to that's the biggest problem with people that hire staff whether they're yeah. virtual or not is they don't take the time right. to really tweak the process right. and, and, and nobody's going to perform well if you've never taken time with them they would have no idea because yeah. osmosis is not like real in human interaction right no and and i would say you know now again with 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 social media and with the products that we now have with, with brand builder and ad builder and, and how you can, can do this. I would say if, if somebody's like, I'm not going to call the, the first step would not be to go hire someone to call for you. Like if yes, you haven't done point. that and if right, you don't, don't know how you would answer those objections, yes. then somebody can't represent you. So, so the first step would not be hire an ISA or VA to do it. The first step would be let me go build a brand and reputation with these people through social media tools. So I'm still targeting this, this great list of people that are really close to, to a transaction mm -hmm. decision, you know, and, and still get some of that benefit rather than, than, than hiring the ISA. Mm -hmm. So many good nuggets. 
I love it. I love, wait, let me ask one more quick question. Monica. <laughs> Do you think, Curtis, that um, the mindset of the caller matters? So for instance, most agents think I'm nervous because I'm trying to get something from them, right? I'm trying to get the appointment. I'm trying to get them to say yes, whatever, versus that mindset of, I think I can help this person and I'm going to do whatever that yeah. takes. They need mm -hmm. help. They need a solution. Yep. I mean, is that really the kind of key mindset shift before you get on the phone? I know yeah. Jen talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and if Jen's trying to conclude, I, I can add it. This can be my concluding thought okay, here, good. but, but two things, you know, again, we, we, we are scientists, we're nerds. We love to crack the code and figure things out. And, and, and if it. you do follow a lot of our content, it's a hundred percent, finding someone that's doing something really well and 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 investigating how they're doing it and breaking that down to share with other people in all of our surveys with top producers and all of our interviews there is this part in the process of prospecting that we call the mindset shift stage and for a lot of people it's a song a playlist. In mm -hmm. fact, we have blogs that have top producers playlists on there. Oh, you know, that, awesome. that show that. So cool. a lot of people, it's like a music. So some people it's like get pumped up. Some people it's like a, you know, a prayer of like, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, but we found over and over and over, like before they hit go, there is a routine that allows them mm -hmm. to shift the mindset. And then also we in, in the lead stack that people are calling is what we call it, the order of the different leads you're calling. We always recommend, like, don't go from expireds to FISBOs. <laughs> don't go from expireds to anything. Go from expireds to a couple of your past clients. Why? Because it will put you back in the right mindset before you yeah. continue on. Um, mm -hmm. We even recommend breakup. If you're calling expires for three hours, like, break that up you know, to call some of your past clients because they're like, oh my gosh, Jen, I'm still going to hear from you. You know, Not my past clients. Because, because <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Monica, Monica, they're your advocate now and, right, and right. that boosts you up and puts you in that right mindset. Mm -hmm. My concluding thought would be this is that I love expireds. And again, they're not the biggest part of our business and haven't been for a lot of years, but mm -hmm. I love the shift. I love talking about expireds. Um, the T360 group came out a few years ago uh, with the danger report. I don't know if you remember this. No. Um, and it was commissioned by NAR, and it was like they wanted to look at the threats to our industry. The number one threat of all of their research was incompetent agents. That was the yes. number one threat to our so industry. So true. Not fucking do anything about it. <laughs> no. Well, but but that's why I believe that that great agents should be prospecting to expired listings. They've had a negative experience in our industry. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do anything, guess what they're gonna do? They're, they're gonna, gonna go FISBO, or they're going to yeah. continue to, to, to be on the bandwagon of, of, of like, why do they deserve all this money and they don't do anything yeah. and, that, and it hurts our industry. Yeah. So a good agent can make up for an incompetent agent or mm -hmm. a bad experience with the homeowner and turn it into a great experience. And then not only that, Monica, to, to your credit, then it become they become a very powerful relationship yes. that will continue to give you business for the rest of your life. That's right. And that is such a great message to relationship-based agents that this mm -hmm. can be 
an incredible, not only incredible source of obviously business, but we get to then take that business, mm -hmm. put it into our relationship approach and service and concierge approach as Jen hates to talk about and really make a difference and raise the bar in this business. Because I believe relationship-based agents do raise the bar in this business, but we're not doing what we should do to uh, correct or convert these bad experiences. Mm -hmm. um, so I like that angle, Curtis. It's a great yeah. point. It I is. love all the nerd vibes of Red X. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. If you uh, loved what you heard, if you got some nuggets today, of course, always we love it when you share uh, this with other agents in your world and be sure to like, subscribe and do all the things, you know, follow us on the Insta Twitter. The Insta Twitter. Grace Graham and all the Cur things. Curtis, if people want to get in to see the blog, see what Red yeah. X has to offer, we have an affiliate code if you're ready to kind of look at some of the options for signing up. But if they want to listen to the podcast, where do they find all that stuff? So they should find it through the same link that you give them. And the oh, reason okay. is, is because then that saves and they'll then then they can read the blogs. And when they decide to come back and sign up, then they'll still get the discount that that they'll get through you. So oh, awesome. Um, Great. So, yeah. So go cool. through that same link um, that that will share. I'm assuming it'll be shared somewhere in comments Look in the show like notes that, yeah. on so, your on wherever you're listening to this yeah. podcast. And if you're on YouTube, we will put it in the comments below. Yes. Exactly. Well, and go ahead, Monica. I was just going to thank Curtis for being here and for your time. You. I know that you are a busy guy and this was great having you really some good nuggets there. Thank, thank you, you, Curtis. So yep. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.